TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is live coverage from ABC News. Here is ABC News correspondent Aaron Katursky. The manhunt is over. The man who killed an elderly stranger in Cleveland Easter Sunday and then put footage of the murder on Facebook shot and killed himself 100 miles away today in Erie, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania State Police confirmed a short while ago there was a brief pursuit before Steve Stevens committed suicide. We're waiting now for officials in Cleveland, the mayor and police, to update the information. ABC's Ryan Burrow standing by live. Ryan. And Aaron, a sigh of relief, uh, not only for the residents here in Cleveland who didn't know if Steve Stevens was still lurking around the area following that shooting on Sunday, uh, but for police too as well, because uh, just about two and a half hours ago, they held a press conference that uh, did not exactly exude confidence. At that point, they didn't seem to know where Steve Stevens was, uh, didn't know if he was still driving that white Ford Fusion, and didn't know if he was dead or alive. So uh, this information all coming and a, a pretty quickly pulled together press conference, Aaron, here in Cleveland. ABC's Ryan Burrow in Cleveland, where we await the mayor and the police chief, along with the FBI and the U.S. Marshals, the team that's been uh, briefing us since the Easter Sunday murder of a 74-year-old man chosen seemingly at random. And Steve Stevens then put the footage of him pulling the trigger and killing this poor man on Facebook for everyone to see. And then uh, the manhunt ensued. It seems that Steve Stevens didn't get so far about 100 miles away in Erie, Pennsylvania, where the Pennsylvania State Police said there was a brief pursuit before Stevens shot and killed himself. ABC News consultant Steve Gomez is with us, formerly of the FBI. Uh, Steve, as Ryan suggested, the authorities didn't seem to have a whole lot to go on, uh, even though there was some suggestion that, that Stevens may have been uh, linked at one point to Erie, Pennsylvania, and I guess that's where he ended up. Exactly. And the fact is, is that he probably could have laid low. And that was part of the problem with the manhunt is that if a suspect is trying to avoid um, being captured, they can easily just hide, hide themselves out in a hotel or find some random house or something like that that's vacant. And they, could, and they can lay low for a few days. That's probably what happened. But at least the fact that the information got put out nationwide, every law enforcement agency and every citizen was on the alert. And that in and of itself was very successful for law enforcement in capturing Stevens. Steve Gomez, uh, formerly of the FBI, now an ABC News consultant. Uh, the, the police said it was a nationwide manhunt, but that only seemed to be because they didn't have any indication as to where he was. They also said at the same time they didn't have an indication that he left Ohio. I mean, where, where did they where did they start, Steve? Well, you know, they always look at a person's profile and their background. So they're going to look at every place that they have lived throughout their life. They're going to look at every relative, every friend, and they're going to do that by interviewing all of their relatives and associates. They're going to look at all their phone numbers, all their emails, all their social media. And this guy was clearly, you know, proficient with social media, you know, given what he did with Facebook. 
So that that was something that the investigation was already pulling together as far as building that profile so they could see anywhere that he had any kind of contact, whether it was, you know, uh, in Ohio, outside of Ohio, nearby. I mean, there was even talk about Texas. So they were already building that profile. And that was probably why they decided to go with such a nationwide alert and getting all of law enforcement all throughout the country on the lookout for this individual, because the profile probably led them to believe he could be anywhere in the country. Steve Gomez, ABC News consultant, formerly of the FBI, on the apparent suicide of Steve Stevens, the Cleveland man who shot and killed an elderly stranger on Easter Sunday and then posted footage of the murder on Facebook. There has been a manhunt over the last uh, couple of days since that killing. It ended in Erie, Pennsylvania, a short while ago, where Pennsylvania State Police said they had spotted Stevens in a car, uh, and that uh, picture of that white sedan had been flashed uh, all over the country thanks to social media. They found him. There was a brief pursuit, the Pennsylvania State Police said, before Steve Stevens shot and killed himself. This all went down about 100 miles from Cleveland in Erie, Pennsylvania. And now we await the mayor and Cleveland city officials to give us uh, the official word. ABC's Ryan Burrow uh, is standing by there. Uh, Ryan, as you had said, the city was uh, on uh, on a knife's edge waiting for this very announcement. Absolutely. I mean, everyone was very well aware of the story, very well aware of the description. Uh, I'm sure that many of those uh, tips that came in, about 400 according to the last press conference, uh, came from this area, although a white Ford Fusion uh, is pretty easy uh, to to recognize and see, and there are quite a few of them in the area. But uh, uh, people were nervous on the streets. People were hesitant to... uh, potentially be a target to be walking out on the sidewalk. Uh, We've seen uh, fewer crowds uh, in downtown Cleveland. We've seen uh, uh, people looking over their shoulder, trying to look for white Ford Fusions in the area. Um, Kind of uh, reminiscent of uh, the issue we saw more than a decade ago with the sniper shootings in the Beltway in the D.C. area where uh, there was that, uh, uh, you know, report of a white box truck and and so many calls came in and and, uh, confusion and nerves around anyone driving a white box truck. And that was very similar here, especially uh, following that. That Facebook post in which uh, Steve Stevens uh, allegedly said, I'm, I'm going to continue uh, to kill until I'm caught. So uh, it, it was uh, something that put people on edge. Obviously, uh, there were also concerns, as, as he had said in that Facebook post, that he had killed before. Uh, those uh, claims seem to be unsubstantiated by, uh, by police. But uh, uh, the fear existed, and they've existed for the last 48 hours or so, Aaron. Indeed, police uh, chief Calvin Williams there in Cleveland said they had no evidence, despite the claims of Steve Stevens, that there had been any killings beyond uh, the the one of the 74-year-old Godwin victim in in, uh, in Cleveland. Although the threat, as Ryan says, was made, and, and that I- indeed made this uh, all the more urgent. Police Chief Calvin Williams had believed that Steve Stevens was armed, and uh, apparently he had at least one gun with him because Erie uh, police in Erie, Pennsylvania, said that uh, he shot and killed himself as uh, state police in Pennsylvania closed in on him. But there had also uh, really been no indication as to, to where he went, although Erie was mentioned early on as uh, as somewhere where he had either been seen or connected. And in the end, uh, about 100 miles from Cleveland, Steve Stevens ends up shooting and killing himself, according to the Pennsylvania State Police uh, in Erie County. 
Now we await city officials in Cleveland to give us more information uh, as to how uh, this unfolded and to what they really may have known. I want to turn back to Steve Gomez, formerly of the FBI. Uh, and, and Steve, police are, are always in, in a manhunt situation, seemingly holding information closer to the vest um, than, than maybe usual. They, they all along claim to have nothing. They said they got tips as far away as Texas. How much of that is, is diversion? How much of that is true? No, I, I think a lot of that was true because you saw the police really soliciting the public's assistance. And when they do that, it's usually an indication that, that you, you, you may have leads, people calling in, but there's no uh, real hot leads where you're in hot pursuit of the suspect. And that's, I think, what we were seeing over the last couple of days is that they kept stressing to the public that they need everybody to, to be on the alert, to, to report whatever they saw. In the, in the press conference earlier this morning, we even saw the FBI special agent in charge, Steve Anthony. He implored the public to really follow what the chief was asking um, to, to report anything, because the fact is sometimes um, you know citizens that, that see something, they may not think that that's relevant. They think, oh, that, that's really nothing. That's probably not related to this case here. But, but just those little bits and pieces of information that the public reports oftentimes build the picture as to where this person might be. So I, I can tell that based on the way they were talking on these press conferences, they really had not a hot lead where this, uh, this guy Steve Stevens was at. And, uh, you know, and at the end of the day, it all came down to good police work, being alert, being watchful. I mean, we'll see what the details were with his final, uh, you know, uh, you know, identification and, and, and ultimately committed suicide. But it'll be interesting to hear um, how that all went down. Steve Gomez, formerly of the FBI, now an ABC News consultant on law enforcement matters as we await Cleveland uh, police and the mayor of Cleveland to update the investigation into Steve Stevens, who Pennsylvania State Police said shot and killed himself about 100 miles away from Cleveland in Erie County, Pennsylvania, after a brief pursuit this morning. This all comes after uh, Cleveland police had said earlier today that they, they just didn't have much to go on. There had been a $50,000 reward. There had been uh, urgent uh, uh, warnings from the public that he was dangerous, that they should call 911 if they they spotted anything. Uh, Steve, I wanted to ask you, too, and and the tone of the FBI special agent in charge there in Cleveland also uh, caught my ear, because there are murders every day in this country that, that also involve suspects who are not immediately caught. What was it about this that seemed to have, have captured the public's attention? I, I could tell you exactly what caught everyone's attention on this one. And it was the exact same thing as the sniper situation in Washington, D.C., and the exact same thing with Richard Ramirez here in Los Angeles. It was the fact that you had a suspect out there who had killed somebody already and was already talking about killing again. So that was an immediate threat to public safety, whether it was in Ohio, Pennsylvania, anywhere in the country that this individual had the capability of traveling to. This person had some kind of mental health issue, which was very obvious based on what we're hearing from uh, witnesses and, uh, and people he was in contact with. And that was the concern by law enforcement, that he was going to go out and kill again. And that was why they needed to, to move heaven and earth in order to capture this individual. Steve, we also heard Chief Calvin Williams very careful to, to say that they didn't find anything that would cause him to to snap or, or any reason why he would have done this. Was that strategy as so as not to set him off again in case he had been listening to these briefings or or uh, was that undoubtedly true? 
It, it could have been a strategy. Absolutely. You, you don't want him to snap. Um, you don't want to trigger a, a reaction from him wherever he's at. You want to get him to, to, to turn himself in. Um, it, it, there was even talk about um, they would put him in touch, I believe, with, uh, with a pastor or, or one of the uh, religious officials. Um, you, know, just, it, you, you can tell they were trying to work with him to kind of give him an outlet to have a discussion um, with somebody to basically prevent him from going out and killing again, which is which is what he had indicated in his uh, communication. So um, I think they were doing a very good job. Uh, you know, they clearly had people, uh, behavioral ana- um, analysts that were uh, looking at his behavior, looking at his profile as they were developing it and trying to figure out what was the best way to message through the media and out to the public, recognizing that he was probably going to be hearing everything that they were saying and not to get him to go out and act, but to get him to maybe just just sit and think about it. And, and that, you know, that probably is what we saw. He was probably somewhere in Erie um, at a hotel or someplace where he was laying low and, uh, and, and just trying to figure out what, what was he going to do after he committed that, that horrible act uh, with the uh, elderly gentleman there. Steve Gomez, formerly of the FBI, now an ABC News consultant as we await a briefing from the city of Cleveland on the end of the manhunt for Steve Stevens, the Cleveland man who shot and killed an elderly stranger on Easter Sunday, then posted footage on Facebook. I'm Aaron Katursky. You're listening to live coverage from ABC News. We had expected uh, the mayor of Cleveland and and Cleveland police out uh, by now to, to give us the update, but they may still be... Uh, wanting to confirm for themselves what Pennsylvania State Police uh, confirmed a short while ago, that Steve Stevens was spotted in Erie, Pennsylvania, about 100 miles from Cleveland. There was a brief pursuit, and then, uh, according to the Pennsylvania State Police, uh, Steve Stevens shot and killed himself. ABC's Ryan Burrow is standing by uh, live in Cleveland uh, awaiting these, uh, these city officials. Ryan. Yeah, and, uh, you know, not lost in all of this is the family of Robert Godwin, uh, the family who uh, of, of 10 children and, and 14 grandchildren who, who had to witness this, not only uh, witness uh, the death of their grandfather and father, but also uh, have to go through the experience of, of having that video posted and not only posted to Facebook, which was eventually pulled down, but shared. Uh, many times. I mean, once it's out there, it's out there. And uh, it was out there in the media. It was out there on various websites. And that was something that the family has really struggled to do. Uh, now, with 10 children and, and 14 grandchildren, you can imagine at the vigil yesterday, a wide uh, range of emotions from sorrow uh, um, to uh, some who actually said that they would be willing to forgive uh, the shooter uh, in this case. Um, you know, it, it, it was something that they said that their father would have wanted them to do. He was the one that brought uh, spirituality among them. So uh, that was kind of the takeaway yesterday. A lot of different feelings uh, in that vigil. All the people I've spoken to in downtown Cleveland and, and kind of around the area have said uh, that poor man, that poor man's family, he did not deserve this. And uh, I, I think most of the public who have seen this uh, would agree. Now, this kind of gets into the interesting aspect of Facebook and, and its use in this case, too, Aaron. Uh, uh, Facebook yesterday releasing a statement saying that they're going to continue working on this because that video uh, was left essentially up there for about two hours against Facebook policy as far as violence or sexual content, things of that nature go. But they say 
it took them a while for uh, someone to actually report that, which is kind of reminiscent to what we saw in Chicago with an alleged uh, uh, gang uh, uh, assault uh, on a female. Um, where uh, maybe as many as 40 people saw it and didn't alert police. So uh, that's something that probably will be looked at in the future uh, by Facebook as well as uh, you know Facebook users. Ryan Burrow uh, of ABC News in Cleveland, where city officials have now gathered around a, a small podium in the mayor's red room, which is where they've been holding these briefings. Mayor Frank Jackson standing by with okay, police chief afternoon. Calvin Williams. We'll this is the public information officer for Cleveland police just introducing those who are uh, going to be speaking. Afternoon. We're going Please to be hearing first from the mayor of Cleveland, Frank Jackson, who will undoubtedly express his relief uh, at the end of this manhunt. Uh, Steve Stevens was found shot and killed in Erie, Pennsylvania, about 100 miles from Cleveland after the Easter Sunday killing of Robert Godwin, a 74-year-old apparently chosen at random. Uh, now the mayor of well, we uh, Cleveland, Frank Jackson. In regards to the search for Steve Stevens, uh, the, the chief and the other law enforcement will give you the details of that. I want to, um, again, give our condolence to the family, the Godwin family and uh, all of its members, and really, again, thank them for the way in which they've handled this very tragic situation, not only for them personally, but for the community as large. I uh, also want to thank the community. There was a lot of support from the community, not only in terms of the family, but in terms of the law enforcement effort and the kind of information and tips that we were given. And I want to thank our partners, the federal, state, county, local, uh, and uh, other state uh, law enforcement agencies that helped it in this regard. Uh, and finally, I want to emphasize the fact that uh, uh, this uh, particular incident received a lot of attention, and rightfully so, because it was a loss of innocence, uh, an innocent victim. Uh, we, however, have many, many um, homicides, not only in Cleveland, but throughout this nation. And ultimately, I believe one of the things this has taught us that we cannot resolve this underlining issues of, of violence, particularly gun violence, if we do not function and operate and have the same compassion and, and, and um, commitment that we've shown here as a community. And, and finally, I want to thank you as the media. You were very helpful to us in keeping uh, things straight, keeping the facts straight, reporting the stories in a way that, um, that really helped us to be able to do our job. So, Chief. Thanks, Mayor. <coughs> I want to uh, officially announce that the uh, search for Steve Stevens has ended. At approximately uh, a little bit after 11 today, uh, Pennsylvania State Police officers received a tip that the vehicle that we were looking for, the white Ford Fusion, was in a McDonald's parking lot uh, near Erie, PA. Those officers responded. The vehicle fled from that area. There was a short pursuit in which the vehicle was stopped. As the officers approached that vehicle, Steve Stevens took his own life. We are grateful to the people that gave this tip to the Pennsylvania State Police. Uh, we are grateful that this has ended. Uh, we would pre prefer that uh, it had not ended this way because there are a lot of questions, I'm sure, that not only the family, but uh, the city in general 
would have had for Steve as to why this transpired. Uh, again, our condolences are, are still with uh, the family of Mr. Godwin, and uh, you, you, you've all heard them on the news lately. Uh, they were forgiving, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> they were forgiving uh, of Steve for committing this uh, atrocious act, and then we need to follow their lead. Uh, as the mayor stated, there are other victims in the city and around this country, and we continue to work hard uh, to bring closure to those families also. There are a lot of things about this that we don't know, uh, a lot of circumstances that we're still gathering. Uh, as uh, Detective Chotch said, Sergeant Chotch, I'm sorry, stated, uh, we're in the early stages of this. Uh, it's been probably less than an hour since this uh, transpired. So as we get that information, we'll get it out. Uh, but I know that uh, uh, my partners here, uh, Steve and Pete, uh, would like to come up and say a couple words. Steve? Uh, just real quick, as we discussed, the goal from 2 o'clock Easter day was to make sure that no one else uh, was a victim of violence by Mr. Stevens. And even though investigation is continuing, we believe that to be the case. That was the number one goal. Obviously, the other goal was to, was to bring Mr. Stevens uh, in safely. And unfortunately, uh, he chose that not to be the case. So again, we thank uh, the public. As we said from, from day one, less than four, 45 hours ago, the public would be key uh, to bringing the tip that was needed to resolve this situation. That's exactly what happened. And kudos to the Pennsylvania State doing an outstanding job and, uh, in addressing the tip and um, bringing this to a conclusion. With that, Pete. Just real quick, um, I want to thank all the men and women uh, standing up here um, for their dedication, but I also want to thank all the Deputy U.S. Marshals, FBI agents, Cleveland police officers, all the officers who have been up all night for the last couple nights working on this case, um, pursuing every single lead. So I want to thank them um, for their dedication and their service. Thank you. Before we take questions, just really quick, no information regarding law enforcement tactics is going to be discussed. So we'll open it up now for questions. Chief. Talk to us a little bit more about that pursuit, how exactly it unfolded. I know you weren't there, but <coughs> again, we're, we're, we're yeah, we're trying to get that information from the uh, Pennsylvania State Police officers. Uh, we initially uh, got the information it was a short pursuit uh, in which uh, the vehicle was stopped. Uh, as the officers approached the vehicle, Steve took his own life. Did you suspect it was already there? We had that ping that we talked about yesterday. Um, we we searched. Uh, that area prior. Uh, we searched that area initially on, on uh, Sunday when we got that ping uh, up in that area of Erie, PA. Uh, we were in the process today of going back and doing a more thorough search of that area, uh, both ground and air assets, uh, when this transpired. You said previously, I know the U.S. Marshals had said either Stevens had killed himself or he was being helped by someone. Um, do you guys believe that he was being harbored by anyone throughout this 48-hour period? Again, we, we don't know. I, I, I mean, you know, anybody that's been, uh, you know, uh, that way east uh, uh, in the Erie, PA area knows there are a lot of um, places to hide. Uh, there, are, it's, there are a lot of remote areas. There are a lot of woods, uh, farms and barns and things like that. So until we actually can get our investigators up there to confer with the state police officers and really look in the vehicle itself and, and maybe track back uh, hopefully some people that may have seen him along the way today, uh, we won't actually know where he was and what he was doing. Did he shoot himself in the head? Is that what happened? 
I don't know. We don't know that. Did he die on the scene? Yes, he did. You had talked this morning about um, you know, Border Patrol was notified. You didn't know where he could be in the U.S. Is that kind of a diversion? Did you have a better idea? Had you narrowed it down? Uh, I can't comment on that. If you had narrowed it down, is there a reason why you wouldn't want that information out there to everyone? Well, we put out the information, uh, first of all, locally here. Uh, we put out the information then statewide, and then we came back and we expanded that search. Uh, so as we got information uh, through leads, uh, through our investigators that have been working day and night on this, then we expanded that search area. Chief, is there any information prior to three where he was? Not that we have right now. Does he have any ties there that you know of? Not that we know of right now, but again, we're um, taking a slow, cautious approach with this right now. Uh, we're making sure that we go back and retrace as much as possible. Uh, there may be connections that we don't know about, and if people in that area uh, have maybe seen him and not put two and two together over the last couple of days, we're still encouraging them to call that uh, FBI tip line. So this was a private citizen who called like 911? Again, I, I don't know. Uh, he, when we get that information, we'll he, get it out to you guys. Is there a higher level of alert in Erie because of that thing? Um, I, don't, I wouldn't say a higher level of alert, but uh, we did have people actually on the ground in, in that area on several occasions looking at not only the surrounding area, but that immediate area for the ping. Have you had a police, pre a Cleveland police presence in Erie since Sunday? No, not a Cleveland police presence, but our, our federal partners were engaged in that area. Are you Chief, have you done anything to alter his appearance, for instance, shaving his hair? Again, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, this happened, again, less than an hour ago. So our investigators are on their way now. Uh, we have several of our federal partners already there conversing with the state police in Pennsylvania. And as soon as we get all those details, we'll definitely push that back out. Have you spoken with the family? We've spoken with all the families involved, uh, all the uh, people that are really involved in this case, uh, they've been notified, and uh, we ask that you guys give them a little space in this uh, because for them it's not over. So we ask that you give them some space. Are you guys disappointed that it ended this way? I know you touched on it a little bit, but how disappointed are you? Well, I mean, this started with one tragedy and ended, you know, with another person taking their own life, and, and you know, loss of life is a loss of life. Uh, we would like to have brought Steve in peacefully and really talked to him to find out exactly why this happened because there may be other people out there that are in similar situations that we can help uh, by finding out why he did what he did and, and what kind of drove him to this. And, and we talked about this a little bit a couple days ago. You know, if there are people out there that are in a what we call sometimes a dark place or they think they need help, they need to reach out and call. Uh, they can call the Division of Police and we can forward things to our Adams Board, our mental health community here uh, in Northeast Ohio. But, but if you're feeling, you know, uh, not quite right, and if there are things going on in your life that you need assistance with, you need to reach out and, and call somebody, and, and we'll get you that help. The Pennsylvania Police said it was a brief pursuit. Do you know what the definition of brief is? <laughs> Short. <laughs> <laughs> a block. I, I don't have the exact measurements, but that's the same information we got. Was it was it a short pursuit. Cruiser? Yes. With lights and all the whole nine yards? 
Yeah. That's yes. That's the way they're equipped. Do you know anything about the minutes before that? Is he eating at that McDonald's? Or no, we don't have that information. Again, as soon as we get the, the the real finite details of this, we'll get it out to everybody. We'll be talking with the Office of Public Affairs there too to make sure that we have all the pertinent information to be able to give you guys a little bit more of an update. Like we said very early in the investigation, um, the Joint Information Center for Media is still open and it'll stay open. And as we have more information and it's timely, we'll continue to put that out. So thank you. And one thing before we leave, uh, you know, the marshal hit on it. Uh, there were dozens and dozens of officers, not just here in Cleveland, but around this country involved in this. And I definitely want to thank them. Uh, I, I don't think we could have gotten to a resolution uh, this quickly without their help and definitely without the public's help. Uh, that's always crucial in incidents like this. So I, I want to thank our men and women out there in law enforcement and definitely thank the people around the country that called in, uh, again, almost 400 uh, tips on this that we had to follow up on. And that just shows the vigilance of the people in this country. So, uh, live from Cleveland, Police Chief Calvin Williams confirming the death of Steve Stevens, the man who shot and killed an elderly stranger and posted the footage on Facebook. Williams said Stevens shot and killed himself after a brief pursuit by Pennsylvania State Police in Erie, about 100 miles from Cleveland. A tip led Pennsylvania State Troopers to the parking lot of a McDonald's in Erie, where Stevens' car was spotted. There was a short pursuit, we're told, before troopers closed in and Stevens killed himself. I'm Aaron Katursky. You're listening to live coverage from ABC News. Straight back live to Cleveland now with ABC's Ryan Burrow. Ryan. Still a few things to clean up, and maybe this information will be coming out in the later days. Uh, this is, as they mentioned, still pretty fresh, happening just over an hour ago. We don't know how that 911 call was made, whether it was an employee at the McDonald's, maybe someone in the parking lot, uh, or some other source that, that called 911. Uh, they don't know at this point if anyone was harboring Steve Stevens uh, there in Erie, Pennsylvania. It had seemed uh, that with a cell phone ping a few days ago, he had been in that area for a while, uh, police indicating that they had had uh, some uh, searches in that area so hopefully we'll get a little bit more details on that and, and once again we don't know how long he had been there uh, you know we'd mentioned the ping on Sunday uh, but does that mean he had been there the whole time had been going back and forth was uh, it just so happened that he was in those two locations uh, at these two times but uh, one of the interesting quotes from uh, the police chief uh, it started with a tragedy and ended with someone losing their life this is not the way that they necessarily wanted it to go down uh, but uh, a sigh of relief here for the people in Cleveland knowing that this uh, situation seems to be over. ABC's Ryan Burrow. Indeed, you heard Chief Calvin Williams express a preference to take Steve Stevens alive so they could talk to him, find out why this happened, and Chief Williams implored anybody who feels like they're in a dark place to reach out and get some help. But Steve Stevens is dead. He shot and killed himself in Erie, Pennsylvania, as state troopers closed in. I'm Aaron Katursky. You've been listening to live coverage from ABC News. ABC News, honored. Winner for the third straight year with the Edward R. Murrow Award for Overall Excellence in Television and Radio. ABC News, America's number one news choice. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.